We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 282 On this episode we'll talk about some cancellation and renewal news And then recap our time in San Diego for Comic Con 2015 Plus, we'll talk a little Baby Daddy, Melissa and Joey, and Unreal, parentheses, the only shows that we're all caught up on. Take a brief reality check and make some TV recommendations. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 282. I'm Amory from itakeontv.com. I'm Jason, the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. <laughs> and she's Ray. Who has a cold. So. Who has Apologies. a cold. I don't think it's the con crud, though. I got sick on Friday, so I had a whole week there. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Anywho. that's it. News. There's a lot of news. I didn't realize some of these things had happened. I don't know when half of these happened, yeah, but they happened. <laughs> well, it's been, what, like three weeks now or something or since there was an episode, and I had to go back forever, and I kept finding this first one stuff I didn't that we hear hadn't anyway. mentioned. Um, ABC Family has renewed Stitchers for a second season. Which I watch every episode. Oh, you know what? That's a show I'm actually caught up on, too. But we don't need to talk about it because it's a terrible show. Uh, ABC <laughs> Family has renewed Stitchers for a second season. Comedy Central has renewed South Park for three more seasons. I remember reading something that Trey and Matt said that they would do the show until they cancel it. So I guess it's just going to continue forever. Yeah, it's going to be... I think that's... I don't know what season they're in now, but it'll be... It's added 21, 22, and 23 or something like that. Or So it's getting close to The Simpsons. I knew this one. HBO has renewed Ballers for a second season, which is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his show. And there you have it. (laughs) Lifetime has renewed Unreal for a second season, which is really good because it's a great show. And not many people are watching it, so I really didn't think it would be renewed, but I'm glad it was. Well, given all the stuff uh, that obviously, and we'll talk about that later, but that's happened this season, I can't wait to see what a second season entails. MTV has renewed Teen Wolf for a sixth season. There you have it. Uh, NBC has canceled AD, The Bible Continues, and American Odyssey after one season and renewed I Can Do That for a second. I think it's really funny that the creator of American Odyssey was like, well, people, other networks have passed. I'm like, well, obviously other networks have passed. The show's not well-received. Like. <laughs> It was one season of a show that barely made a blip on the radar. It wasn't going anywhere else. Yeah, and there's there's no uh, uh, I haven't seen like the the Twitter hashtag or the you know, Save, Save American Odyssey. Save, really. Save American Odyssey out there from the, the the devoted few that have been watching. Yes, so there's more here. Um, Sundance TV has renewed Rectify for a fourth season. Actually, they renewed that before season three even started, so that's good. I don't watch that. Sci-Fi has renewed Bitten for a third season. More like Sci-Fi will air the third season (laughs) in Canada. Yeah, since it was already renewed up there, we might as well go ahead and keep airing it down here. And USA Network has renewed Suits for a sixth season. I'm sure that there'll be plenty of what will happen. They'll break up their friendship. They'll get back together as their friendship. And it'll continue ad nauseum until the show is buried in like season nine. So that's our news. I'm sure there was more. I'm sure there will be more. Um, but that's what we could find in our weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the news. Now it's time for our San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> recap 2015. Amory's so excited to get to the Comic-Con recap. She... I'm excited about certain moments in the Comic-Con recap, which 
the best piece of swag I came back with is perfection. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so this first question, what was the I best? Bet I can pa- guess what it is. What was the best panel you attended every day? Amory. Well, Amory, that's an easy one for you, for you, right? And for me. I attended zero panels. Same here. <laughs> so. I was going to, I had on the plan to potentially go to the Heroes panel, but then I ended up in actually getting into the strain press room, so there was no panels for me. Ray, what was well. panels? <laughs> so, Ray, what were your favorite panels? I'm not sure if it's fair to go every day, but... Well, do you I have, like, one panel that stood out each day, or...? Because I feel like I didn't go to any on Saturday because there were ridiculous lines. What, was More the than an hour? On Saturday? I was going to try, yes. I was going to try the Muppets, but um, I don't remember why I didn't. And I don't remember if my friend who tried for it got in or not. Forgot to ask her. But, like, the lines at the beginning of the day were ridiculous, so I just didn't. I didn't try for them. I went to Doctor Who, which I really enjoyed. Um, they didn't really reveal anything new. <laughs> Spoiler alert, or no spoiler alert, I guess I should say. <laughs> uh, I mean, they showed us a fun clip, and it showed, this one is a spoiler alert, it showed Arya, Macy, I can't remember her last name right now, but um, the, yes, Arya okay. from, from Game of Thrones. Um, it showed, like, the very last part of the clip was her. It didn't show anything about what she is, just that maybe the doctor knows her because he says you, as if he knows her. But other than that didn't really give anything away about her. Literally, it was just a close-up on her face. So, um, it could have been a close-up from Game of Thrones, for all we know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that, that panel was actually pretty good. And so then you're I saying Doctor to... Who's going to land in Westeros? Maybe. <laughs> oh, she's not in Westeros at the moment, but... <laughs> well, yeah. Land but, in know, that world. In, in, that, in, in one of the... Uh... Seven kingdoms yes. or whatever it is. I don't know how many kingdoms there are. <laughs> She's not in one of the seven. She's in Bravos. Yes. Sorry. That would be um, uh, that'd be quite the crossover. It would be. It would be fun though. Um, anyway, that that panel was good. However, Con Man, which um, followed it, which is for Alan Tudyk's new web series, which will be out in September, I think, on Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Um. We could maybe verify that before we (laughs) post this, but that panel was really good and it had like everybody in the world on it because they have, they have a lot of cameos, so to speak in the web series. So it had a lot of uh, people, a lot of people from the Whedon verse, especially were on the panel. And at the very end of the panel, I actually cried because two of the FX guys who are partners, the, like, they hadn't been talking to them at all, and Alan was, like, upset that they hadn't introduced him or done anything. So he pulled him out to the front of the stage, which was all a setup, because one of the guys asked the other guy to marry him. So I was, like, crying in the audience. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> and I wasn't really in the audience. I was standing in the press box, which, pro tip, anybody with a press badge can stand in the pro bo- press box, which is right next to the stage, in Hall H. You still have to get into Hall H on your own, but you can be in that press box if you don't have a seat. So, in case you didn't know, which it's not published anywhere, so I don't know how you would know. Anyway, but that panel itself was really good. They showed um, a little clip from the show that's coming, um, and I did help crowdfund that, so I'm looking forward to it. It is September. 
Thank you. On Vimeo, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. That was the part I was more not sure about. And then on Friday, I was very happy that Carla Day spread the word (laughs) that you could walk right into Ballroom 20 during the Falling Skies panel. So I went to the end of the Falling Skies panel, which I don't watch Falling Skies anymore, but it was actually a pretty good panel. And Noah Wiley's son got up and asked a question during the Q&A section. So that was kind of cute. But I was really there for the 100 panel, which is right after it, which was also really good and was one of the things I wanted to do to make my con. So I'm glad that um, I didn't just give up on the line like I was planning to (laughs) and actually went over there and tried because you could still walk in during the 100 panel, too, which means I could have stayed in there for Marvel. And there was something else after Marvel, Um, but I didn't want to have to sit through the other stuff. So I left Uh, anyway. And then. I didn't go to anything on Saturday. Like I said, I wanted to try the Muppets, but the lines at the beginning of the day on Saturday were ridiculous, and they didn't seem to be going down throughout the day. So, <laughs> think, are there more people who have tickets on Saturday? Yeah, I there think, must be. Yeah, I think Saturday um, is the day they sell the most tickets for. Yeah, and they try and cram the most stuff into Ballroom Twenty and Hall H. And uh, yeah, exactly. So I was afraid that. And I don't know why I didn't just walk up there and see, but I guess because I had come, I had come across the railroad tracks to go to lunch, and then I was just like, uh, I don't want to walk back over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then um, on Sunday, I didn't go to any panels in the convention center, but I went to Thrilling Adventure Hour at Nerd A Two, and that was actually a really good panel. Which most people, it's a podcast, and it used to be like a show you could go watch live because they would. It's kind of like a radio show they would do live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would post it as a podcast. So you could either go see it live or you could just listen to the podcast. I have just listened to it as a podcast because I've never been able to be somewhere they were having the show. But I enjoy it. So if I guess that could be my recommendation to people. And it was kind of fun. There were people like there's a writer from the hundred, Aaron Ginsburg, who's on who does he's the director for Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um Amy Acker was there because she has been a guest star on Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um, it was kind of funny because she was like, I'm really just here because I wanted to come to the panel, but I couldn't get into the panel. So <laughs> I'm just on the stage. I'm just listening. <laughs> so it was it was a fun one. They're funny people. So they kind of gave people in the audience a hard time when they would ask questions, which is what you come to expect from these type of people. Uh, anyway, so it was fun. So that was my panel for Sunday. So you made the, one the person you made the trek all the way over to Hall or to uh, uh, to Nerd HQ, which everybody kept telling me it was really far. It wasn't that far. I mean, it felt far if you were going through people, because if you walked along the railroad tracks, where there would get like there would be these moments where there would just be a crush of people for no reason. I don't understand. But I will tell you that on Sunday morning when I was hungover and I had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> This is not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) It was not Amory's fault. Completely. Then it did seem much further than you you remembered? Uh, It didn't seem further. Like, I was laying in bed thinking to myself, oh, my God, it's too far. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, like, I was bad hungover, too. You were trying to talk talk yourself into it, out of it? What did you say, Ray? I have to get up, but I'm laying down and I'm still moving. Yes, that's what I said. So I'm laying here and I'm still moving. So, um, that was Sunday morning, by the way, when I was <laughs> contemplating whether I could make it. 
because um, I almost gave up and didn't go because you were advised to get there like 30 minutes before the panel. So my panel was at 10. I had to be there by 930, which means I had to be up and dressed and doing stuff. And I was not in the position to be doing that. <laughs> um, but I made it. And it was, I mean, it was a little hard at some points during the panel because the um, this is a new venue for Nerd HQ this year. Um, and the, they hadn't quite figured out the temperature control in the panel room. Oh, geez. <laughs> so it was warm. Like, and I guess it had been warm all weekend, and they had tried fans the day before. So, like, the lady was asking, were any of you here yesterday? Did the fans help? And, of course, everybody's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, they put a fan in the door. Like, that's not going to help. <clears throat> so it was a little warm in there, which was a bit much for me to take as a person who was hungover. So I did actually hang around at Nerd HQ that day because when I got out, I didn't want to move. <laughs> <laughs> so like I sat in the outside area. They had some outdoor seating uh, and I sat in the outdoor seating for a little while. And that's where the line to personalize the Coke bottle was. So then I was like, well, I'm sitting here. And if you were in the, the seating that I was in, you were basically in line because they were pulling the line from there because they didn't want the line um, stopping exit traffic. So um, when he finally called for the next batch of people, I actually got in line. So <laughs> that's how I ended up with a personalized Coke bottle that I had been seeing all weekend, but I hadn't been willing to stand in the line for. And spoiler alert, not worth standing in line for. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't stand in line elsewhere. I so that's <laughs> worth it if you dumb luck into it, but not yeah. so much. <laughs> Well, mostly I'm thinking about there was a there was like a ridiculous line at the MTV Fandom Awards for the personalized Coke bottle, like and we almost stood in line for it. But I would have been upset if had we stood in line because, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's a sticker on the bottle. It's not actually yes. the bottle. So like that was a little like I mean it was fine. I'm glad I got it, but. <laughs> Also, if I had stood in line for anything longer than 15 minutes, I would have been pissed off. <laughs> at myself, mind you, not at anybody else, but still. It was worth it to go so, over there. It just was a long walk. I went multiple times that day, too, I think. So that's Ray's panel adventures. Um, what was the best press room you attended each day? Wait, let me go first, because really, I, I only have one. <laughs> so, um, 100. <laughs> All right, now I'm done. And that was your best? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was literally the only one I attended. So by default, it is my best and my worst. Yes. (laughs) And it was the worst as well. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the best press room I attended each day. Thursday, what did I do? I did the player, the playa, and uh, the CBS room. Now... I thought the player ran really smoothly. It was nice to get to talk to Wesley Snipes a little bit. And Phil Winchester is a beautiful, beautiful man. But it wasn't, like, amazing. And then CBS, we had the best table because we only watched <laughs> one of the shows. And we were there for five shows. Yes, I think I think uh, sort of by default, like, not because of anything like stupendous happened or whatever, just because yeah. of the people that were at the table. And that happened to me a lot. There was five. I think there ended up being, wasn't there like five of us I yeah. think, at the, at the CBS uh, television studios uh, press room at the table we were at. And I think most of us had basically seen Scorpion. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I read a recap of the most recent Under the Dome episode, and therefore I became the Under the Dome yes, expert. Yes, you're the Under the Dome expert. 
to the point where Kurt said to them, so what's the deal with the, the dome? <laughs> That's the question we had for the people from under the dome. And then they promised that we would know by the end of the season, which I they don't took believe. It in stride. They were like, you'll find out. I'm like, okay, that wasn't a real question, but thank you. But yeah, that one was, yeah, because, well, the five shows were Zoo, Extant. Which Kyle knows very much. Yeah, <laughs> Scorpion. Which is the uh, only show we all watch. Limitless. And uh, what was the, why am I blanking on the. Under the Dome. Yes, Under the Dome. You just said it. And Under the Dome. And and of that, like everybody but Kyle had seen Scorpion. and But Kyle had watched both episodes of Zoo. So he was our zoo expert. And he only had one question. <laughs> Kyle's only question, and we got like four <laughs> people from from Zoo, was how did the dog knock on the door of the hotel? But like, he got... We were a shit show. We, we kept looking at each other like, does anybody have any questions? And then Scorpion happened, and we were all like, okay, good. We can all ask every question we have because it's all we have questions about. And then that turned into the weirdest with the cat McPhee and uh, uh, what's his name? The, Elias Gable. Yeah. Gable. That turned into that turned into the weirdest thing where his you know his sister on the show <laughs> got brought into the conversation in a weird way and Oh no no. Not by I us, did, by I them. Asked, I asked if Camille Guadi would be back yes. as his sister. And then it went, And then Cat McPhee was like their relationship is incestual. <laughs> and that started a spiral downward that ended up with a really strong New York accent from Welshman Elias Gabel. And we didn't ask anything, and they just rambled on yeah, for just, eight minutes yeah, as just, we sat in tears laughing at them. Yeah, I think that's why it was, I mean... So that's why that was the best room. Yeah, it was the best, not because of necessarily what we got, but because for us at the table, it was very entertaining. I'll just be honest. I didn't get very much information from any room, so none of mine are based on what information we got. So that's Thursday. Friday... I'm just rolling these two questions into one because it's easier than saying, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite? My Friday, I did a lot of rooms on Friday. Technically, my favorite press room, and I use press room lightly, is my Vikings press boat. (laughs) (laughs) Kurt and I and a couple other people went on a Vikings river cruise with four people from Vikings and the writer. And we drove for like ever in the wind. But I got to hang out with Clive Standen, and I wore his sunglasses, and we're best friends, and he gave me a kiss. Two kisses goodbye because he's British. Is David and Anders jealous now? David Anders should be jealous. But we got out on the water, and we got to have beers with the cast, and we just kind of shot the shit for 25 minutes on the water, and we drove back in. Flew, not flew, not drove. Sailed back in, and that was my favorite press moment of Friday. And then I forget most of what else happened on Friday because there was a lot, but the 100 – to put it lightly, was horrible. Not because we didn't get people, because we did get a lot of people. And we did talk to them. We didn't talk to Bob Morley, though, um, because it started 45 minutes late. <laughs> and that set my day off course. Because then we were late for iZombie, and I didn't even stay for iZombie. And then I got an email, how are you going to cover iZombie? I'm like, well, I'm not. I don't know. It was just a crazy, crazy adventure. What else did I do Friday. Archer was good. Go ahead, Ray. Um, I stopped myself because you were still talking. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Oh, because I'm done talking now. I know. I don't want to ask it, though. Is it something we would need to edit out? (laughs) Well, I feel it. Never mind. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no, but yes. 
Save it for the after show. Yes. Um, so that was Friday. Jason, what did There's you do? No after show people. Jason and I basically did the same stuff on Friday, except I did Archer. Yeah, we did uh, a lot of the same stuff. Uh, quickly, I'll save. Also on Thursday, do it going into the convention center to do to talk with the Dark Matter cast. While it was supposed to be just five minutes, we ended up Kyle and uh, Tina Charles from TV Goodness. We ended up pooling our five minutes each and going in as a group and getting to talk to them for fifteen minutes, which was uh, oh, ended up nice. being a lot more fun than uh, than uh, just going in there really quick by yourself and and then being ushered out. Uh, so that that ended up being pretty good. Uh, then on Friday, yeah, the hundred and I Zombie didn't really uh, <laughs> work out that that well since uh, the hundred started late, and then that pushed into getting into I Zombie, which started early. Which it was, started early, which was which was too awesome. And uh, you and Kurt decided to just take off. I decided to go. We see checked if, in and headed out. Yeah, I went and squeezed in with the uh, over uh, with the uh, Kyle, the table that Kyle was at. I waited until after the people, you know, the person they were talking to left. And then when I got there, found out that that was the second person. And I was like, it was like four minutes into when the room was supposed to have started. And they had already had two people. Yeah, the the morning on Friday didn't really start off uh, all that well. But later on, the the best press room uh, that I covered on on Saturday turned out to be the for the Shannara Chronicles. Which is something I had like you know no clue even existed as a as a set of novels until the what it's, <laughs> called, it's called the Shannara Chronicles. Okay, it's going to be have a, no idea, but it's going to be a new show on uh you know coming to uh, MTV, but it's based on a set of novels that uh, the guy's been writing since for like forty years now or something. Oh wow! The trailer look looks really good. I mean it it looks pretty. Uh, I mean they're definitely not going low budget on the production of it, but. It was one of the best run uh, rooms, partially because it's new and not coming out till mid-season, so it wasn't in a huge room and there wasn't a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were able to get everybody around to every table, and we got you know around like seven minutes to you know or so with with everybody that was uh, in the room, and so just based on based on that, it worked out. It ended up working out really well for something like going in that I had like really no. I hadn't even heard of the. You know, I haven't heard of like a lot of novels until they get turned into TV shows. But huh. uh, so this was just like an, another one of those. But you know, it's got uh, you know a, a pretty interesting cast with uh, uh, Manu Bennett. I love Manu Bennett. I love him. Is in it and uh, that's Slade Wilson, Ray. Yes, Camaro, <laughs> and a, a bunch of other people that are going to be in it and. Uh, that that one turned out to be that one turned out to be the the best on uh, on Friday. How about uh, Wait, that was Friday? Yeah. How about Saturday? Saturday, largely for the same reasons that it's new and not much is known about it. I don't have much interest in the show, but I thought containment was actually really good. Um, we only didn't get one person. It was a pretty quiet room. It was handled pretty well. The cast was really engaging. I will marry Chris Wood if I want to. <laughs> it was just, I thought it was, run, like I said, not because I'm interested in the show as much, but because I thought it was really well done. I liked that room. Um, and then a combination of 87 other rooms, all in Sapphire EF, 
were probably the not greatest rooms that I went to on Saturday. The sort of mashup of uh, stacking one room right on top of the other. Well, the problem was Comic-Con put Warner Brothers like five shows back to back to back in a room, but didn't give them any break between. Yeah, so it was so getting people in and out that were only covering like a certain one, you know, caused some problems. And I mean, overall, as things were going, for the most part, uh, most of those uh, rooms ran okay. Except until we for, got to Legends of Tomorrow, where well, I wanted to meet Victor Garber, and it didn't happen. Well, until we got to Supergirl, and in a in in the hour with. Uh, six cast members and uh, three executive producers, uh, we got to talk to... We talked to two cast members and three executive producers. We talked to Greg... Okay, so yes. we were there for an hour. The room was an hour long. We got Greg Berlanti for 18 and a half yes, minutes. Yes, that's right. We talked to Greg Berlanti for 18 minutes, which was great to put on top of the 12 minutes I talked to him in the blind exactly. spot press room earlier that day. But that was the that was the one uh, sort of disappointment of of everything is didn't get to talk to Supergirl in the Supergirl press room. Yes. But that we did was, get to talk to McCod Brooks and that man is just blissful. Yeah. He was, you know, he was fun to talk to and, uh, and super hot <laughs> and super hot. That's super all. Hot. That's, that's his, uh, <laughs> that's his superpower is hotness. Yes. Uh, it really is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was on Saturday. I think probably I think you're right. Containment uh, again, another one of those because it's like a, a mid-season show and uh, not as many people as interested in it uh, at this time. The press room was a little bit smaller, so it was a little bit quieter in there, and they were able mm -hmm. to get pretty much everybody around to every table. Uh, and you know, we got like four to five minutes with everybody, but that's all you really needed because it's a brand new show that they've only shot the pilot, and they didn't have really much more. Than just you know initial impressions of their character and mm -hmm. you know what they hope to see for them and stuff. Uh, so you know that one that one actually uh, worked out uh, pretty well. You know a new a new another Julie Plex show, but not involving uh, vampires yet. or the supernatural. <laughs> Although yet. we don't know what the what the virus is that yes. that, uh, that that is trying to be contained is ultimately going to do. But yeah, uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, that was Saturday, uh, which that was the day that was the packed day that just basically spent much of the day in mm -hmm. in Sapphire EF, uh, just uh, as they rotated through uh, various people from superhero shows. Um, and then Sunday, the best room was the strain. We got every single person. The room was quiet. The cast was great. They had great things to say. We only didn't get Guillermo del Toro, and that's because he didn't do the press room three to four minutes each person. Everything was run in and out. We actually had questions. It was a good way to end the con. Yeah. But was... then I went to the Heroes press room. I wasn't on the list, and I was like, can I get in? And then 45 minutes later, I still didn't know, so I left because I was mad at that person. <laughs> Kyle got in. Yeah, because Kyle didn't give up. He waited an hour. I gave up at 45 minutes. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, on Sunday, it definitely... The strain had such a huge cast, and, and we yet got they, every person. And yet, yeah, we got everybody uh, for a few minutes, and they they rotated through. But yet, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll with a much smaller cast, and with oh them God, pairing people, people up, we didn't get everybody at at our table. 
but yeah, it's the the strain one was good. Those are I've got all those all those videos out. Amory's got those. We'll have we'll post links to stuff that we've uh, posted about uh, uh, the press rooms and stuff that we covered in the show notes. So that's it for press rooms because I'm bored of it. I'm as bored of press rooms now as I was when I was doing press rooms. <laughs> there you have it. What was the best event you attended at night? Well, <laughs> my favorite event was it. A, was it a scheduled event, Amory, or was it my an impromptu? Was an impromptu event where five of us decided to go to a nightclub, which was amazing for so very many reasons. Most notably because I got to see one of my favorite people, JT, at Flux Nightclub, the formerly known as Steve Kahn, because I really need to stop calling him Steve because I'm going to call him Steve to his face when I see him in a couple weeks, like Eric tried to. Um, <laughs> I think that's the best part of the story is that Eric... That's, okay, so for years I've talked about the infamous Steve Kahn because Kurt thought this guy looked like Scott Kahn. He called him Steve Kahn. We became good friends. We're very good friends now. We haven't seen each other in two years. We texted him on Saturday at Comic-Con and said, hey, can you get five of us in? And he said, sure, come on over. So we went to the VIP door. <clears throat> now, at the time, it was just me, Ray, and Kurt. Now, can you imagine me, Ray, and Kurt? We're going into a nightclub, okay? It was awesome. It was loud. <laughs> there, was, there was something face. We got free drinks right off the bat. But then Eric shows up, Eric from TV Fanatic. Hi, Eric. Uh, and he's looking for Steve Kahn. Now, Steve Kahn is not his real name. And he, like, says to the people at the door, and they're like, there's never been a Steve that worked here. Like, I've worked here forever. There is no Steve. And I'm like, you idiot. His name is JT. Steve Kahn is a nickname. <clears throat> but he knows we call him. But nobody but, else does. <laughs> but nobody else does. Long story short, Eric and Keel got in. We got drunk, and we danced like crazy. And that was the night that Ray got drunk and got hung up <laughs> yes, for Sunday. That, yeah, that was the that that was the backstory on the the Sunday story. That was the backstory on Ray's hangover. Um, I mean, I what other events did I attend? I got I to meet know. Norman Reedus. That was pretty cool. He was at the Outcast Comic Con party on Thursday night. That was fun. Was it Thursday or Friday that I ended up falling asleep at the diner? I think it was. I think it was Friday. No, I think it was Thursday because I was really, really drunk Thursday. I wasn't as drunk on Friday. I mean, I was drunk. I wasn't as drunk. <laughs> what was everybody else's favorite event uh, at night? I don't know. Stuff at night, uh, obviously, you know, meeting up with you guys to eat pizza on Wednesday. That's, uh, the salad is the bigger part there. That's the... I'm sorry. Sorry to the friends that attended. <laughs> I cared right. only about the pizza. I mean, the, the salad. The and salad. I went, salad if i might add i attacked that like it was uh, going away. screw the people it's all about the salad that's uh, my life motto <clears throat> uh, but that you know that, people, that was fun. but uh, i think the warner brothers party it's always uh, you i got know, a they, free t-shirt yes no. got i got a ended up with the yeah, the one the one piece of swag that uh, I came away with, which is the answer to a future question here, is the T-shirt I, I got, got at the uh, red at the Warner Brothers party. Now, let's be real. She was just kind of like a palm reader. Or maybe she was just reading my vibe. I don't really know. Oh, but maybe she was just <laughs> making stuff up and she, <laughs> telling you what you wanted to hear. I was totally going in like, this woman, it's such a crock. This is not going to be real, whatever. And at one point, she's talking to me about how like I have strong women in my life and and all this stuff. And she's like, and you're missing, you know, one of them. And you really need something about like, you're missing this strong woman. And I'm like, okay, it was 
two years to the day that my grandmother died, I was wearing a necklace that was like in my grandmother's handwriting. And so after she said that, like, you're missing this strong woman in your life, she pointed to my necklace and told me she liked it. And I started like getting chills and getting like, what is happening? She's all of a sudden reading like she can, I guess she was sensing my feelings were just up. How much did you have to drink at this point? Not as much as I had in years past. That has not helped me at all. Not as much as Thursday. Um, it was before I got, because I, I got really drunk at the FX party. It was the Warner Brothers party where I was kind of behaving myself. But, so I got all chilly, chilly. I got chills and I got like all teary eyed for a minute because it was so weird. Um, but then Eric and Kurt also had their fortunes read. And the, after the three of us were all done, none of us heard like what each other had gotten told we all like looked at each other like was there a moment where like she really hit the nail on the head and all three of us had that same experience they didn't you know have necklaces or whatever that she pointed to but <laughs> there was all moments where it was like oh that got a little too real um so that was cool yes yeah, so the at the at the warner brothers party where my advice is don't get your picture taken by a melissa because no matter which Melissa I tried, whether the Televixen or Melissa Lowry from Nice Girls TV, neither, neither of them could take a picture of me with somebody. So I have a really blurry picture of me with uh, Robin Lord Taylor uh, from Gotham and also a picture of me with Eliza Taylor where it's cut off from my forehead up. <laughs> where, <laughs> where, uh, that At least it's clear, but it... it it doesn't have all of me <laughs> in it, so that was a uh, uh, that that was nice. Although I did end up with a cool picture uh, over by the pool in the glow of the purple lights with Carlos Valdez from uh, from the Flash. Uh, got a, a the one picture I did get that actually came out well. So I did get to see my best friend David Anders. <laughs> yes, we, we did briefly bump into remember. David Anderson. Yes, Kurt pulls David Anders aside and he's like, Do you remember that you're her best friend? And David's face <laughs> just like, No. And I was like, He doesn't remember. We were both pretty drunk. And David was like, Yeah, we both were pretty drunk. And then we hugged and he gave me a kiss and we're best friends again. Norman Reedus was proud of my drinking ability and I was really proud of myself for Norman Reedus being proud of me. So there's that fun story. Because I had had six vodkas on Thursday night. Six vodka cranberries. I don't drink it straight, guys. And then I was getting giggly. And he's like, why are you so giggly? And I was like, it's a vodka. And he was like, how many vodkas have you had? And I said, I think this is six. And the look of pure pride on his face for me. I'll never forget it. I made Norman Reedus proud. Did you go through any of the stuff set up outside the convention? I went on a Viking cruise. By the way, I enjoyed the MTV Fandom Awards. Oh, yeah. What, the, what it was involved in? <laughs> I know you got a lot of Kit Kats. <laughs> I did get a lot. Like, I got six or seven Kit Kat bars, like full-size candy bars that you buy at the store. Um, there was a Ferris wheel. Most of the small size you make it. <laughs> no, like, I, I think a lot of people would think of, like, the fun size. Yeah, that I would got be a Which you also buy at the store. Right, but I know what you meant because I saw them. In our ice bucket. I did send full size. I was freezing them in the ice bucket. Mm. They were a nice treat all weekend long because I got six or seven of them. <laughs> so when, I had a shit ton of Gatorade, so Gatorade and uh, Kit Kats. Woo. Her Gatorade wasn't free, though. My Kit Kats oh my goodness, were free. It was basically free. It was 49 cents each. The Doritos, they should have had Doritos. Uh, I know. 
What Sorry. was the deal with the Doritos? So they, they was, it was sponsored by Doritos, but they weren't giving Doritos away. I didn't, somebody told me that they saw them with Doritos, but I never saw a bag of Doritos or I would have taken them. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had to ride the, I don't remember what that thing is called, the Graviton? Like oh, the, the Graviton. One the one time I rode a Graviton, I vomited against... in a trash can. Okay. Well, I didn't do that. <laughs> and I'd had a drink. I hadn't actually, now that you think about it, had a drink, drink. You stand along the outside, whatever. You had to ride the Gravitron in order to get the cape that they were giving away that said, I got bold at the MTV Fandom Awards. Okay. Um, it had the Doritos thing on it. And somebody said when they handed you the cape, they also had Doritos bags, but I did not see that. Anyway, so we rode that. We rode the Ferris wheel. They gave you these, I don't know what the heck they were. They glowed in the dark. They had like three settings. They were styrofoam things that glowed so that... If you watched the Fandom Awards on MTV, you would see them in the crowd because um, they had a whole bunch of different colors where everybody was waving them in the crowd. Anyway, and then they had like they had the personalized Coke bottle there, which again had a long line, so I didn't stand in line for. They had something with Neutrogena because they had some something from Scream, maybe the Scream mask. So that's Scream, right? On MTV, even though they're not <clears throat> using it in the show. No, no, not the screen mask. The screen mask on the show. Oh, there's the a screen on mask the on the show? There is a mask. It's just not the same mask as in the movie. Okay. That's what people are upset about. Um, but they had some kind of 3D thing where you could take multiple pictures in the screen mask, like a 3D thing where the screen oh, okay. mask was coming out at you or something. We didn't do that one. But Neutrogena was sponsoring that section because you got some giveaways from Neutrogena. And then the Kit Kat area, they had like, the I I'm sorry. Every time I say this, I don't know what it is. It's the the thing that spins that has like the colors. So it's like a tunnel that you walk through. But because of the way it's spinning, it makes you feel like it's moving and it's not. Right. I'm glad that you all could picture exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes. <laughs> um, they had that where you walked into it, and that walked you into the Kit Kat area where they were doing pictures and they were doing. I don't know. You could also take a picture with a unicorn, which I did not do because I felt bad for the uh, the horse that had a un- unicorn corn. Had a horn strapped to its head. You mean it wasn't a real unicorn? Um, spoiler alert, no. Oh, that's a bummer. So disappointing. Pretty sure it was a horse. <laughs> um, and then there were these weird ladies on stilts dressed up as trees who were giving you Kit Kats from their stomach. That is exactly, as weird as that you just pictured in your head is how weird it was in person. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, and then they were doing the actual awards on the stage in the meantime. That's I mean, you cool. and you could get a, you had a badge that you got a free drink and a free, I don't know, burger bite. They called it a burger, but it was like a bite. It was, bite <laughs> it was barely burger. a slider. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so there was quite a bit of things you could do there. And um, I went to that with Mel from Nice Girls TV and a couple other girls from Nice Girls, Sarah and Stacy, for reference, if you're reading the Nice Girls site. And we had a good time. It was fun. We walked Very away with cool. a lot of giveaways. So, hey, I had six or seven Kit Kat bars. Did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Kit Kat. So do I. So yeah. I was quite happy. What was the best? Did anybody go? Nobody went through any of like the, the FX Fox stuff that they had set up? Every time I went over, the lines were too long. I know. I'm so mad. Yeah, where you could get your picture taken in like a Fargo snow globe or. I know. I really wanted to do that. So did I. Or, or various I things. Nobody went through the Snoopy house? No. No. I mean, we listened to the people screaming on those Scream Queens rides all night. But <laughs> yes, yes, we did. All day. Yep. 
Um, they were right there next to our hotel, but what else? And there was something with a was that a video game Battlefront? There was something like on the walk between the convention center and yeah. Nerd HQ. There was some kind of yeah. There like, was an obstacle course obstacle for. Course? Uh, yeah. I can't remember it's some video game. I forget which video game. Like maybe Assassin's Creed or or some such video game or something like that. Uh, yeah, Battlefront must have been at the Nerd Week too. So it was something else at that one. I mean, I watched a lot of people go through it, but I did not participate in it. Um, yeah, I saw it every day because it was right next to the hotel I was staying in. So yes, and and at the end of it, there they had the booth set up where you could get a, a shave. Apparently, if <laughs> if you needed, they had like a. a a shick booth uh, set up. Uh, so I did not see that. I did. Uh, I guess I took a picture to get a Scream Queen's ice cream. Uh, did you? Did you take the screaming the scream. screaming selfie to get the free? No, no, ice no. Cream? I, I didn't have to do the screaming one. I just had to take a picture. I uh, just did the picture. I just had to take a picture of either the the people at the thing or the thing itself. Which I took a picture of them because she had a knife sticking out of her back, so he just held the knife up. That looked like he was stabbing her in the back. But I didn't do the screaming one. And then on the other side, MTV Twinning, which I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a VH1, I think. Oh, VH1. They were giving out popsicles. You didn't have to do anything for those. They were just literally handing them. I didn't take oh. Best It was weirdest never anywhere over by thing. the convention center. Sorry. Go ahead. The best, weirdest, strangest thing that you saw while roaming around the con. I mean, there's, there's almost too much to list. Everything at Comic-Con is weird. That woman selling the water with the shark unitard, yes. is that what it was? What was yes. it? It wasn't a unitard. I don't know what it was. It was strange. It was very weird. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else to add there because everything at the con is weird. There was a lot of stuff that was strange, although I think while it was at, it was at the Warner Brothers party, I, st- I still think some of the strangest <laughs> things was the – the sort of the acrobats they had just walking around the party, like yeah, tossing people around, or the the mermaid they had swimming around in the pool. Yeah, she moved to the smaller pool at one point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that that was that was kind of uh, that was kind of strange, uh, but I'm trying to think of actual uh, just like uh, I got nothing weird things other than the uh, other than the the weird guy. The weird silver guy in the uh, in the floaty and the mm-hmm. the girl dressed up as a lifeguard, which I which yes. I thought would make you the perfect costume for your boat trip. Yes, I wore a very nautical dress, red, white, and blue combo, so I didn't need a lifeboat. I was a sailor. Uh, that that was kind of strange, just because I I like the things where I have no reference point for what it is they were even <laughs> exactly going there. for, yeah. or if there actually is a thing. That they're dressing up at, or they just threw on some stuff and and came on over. Uh, that was uh, that was. That Hard was to tell good. sometimes. I like the lady who was um, the person from the the shame lady from Game of Thrones. I liked her because you could actually get it. She would put the thing around your neck and po- pose for a photo. I wish Amory won't get that reference, but no, I do the... get the reference. I okay. did not see her. That's because she was on the convention floor, which you I never I went to the ventured. convention floor one time. You did? I That uh, was the first time in five years I went to the convention <laughs> floor. <laughs> did you go? Well, no, it was the first time in five years I went on preview. You actually okay. you actually went into... She did. Yes. And I got a Karen Hallion picture. Oh, and yeah, I that's right. You did. Uh... She was wonderful. She was a very nice lady. 
I do wish um, I had seen the guy who, there was a guy who was dressed up as the, and a spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Jurassic World, you won't give it away. He was dressed up as the martini guy, for those who have seen it, who will get it. I wish I had seen him because I would have taken his picture. Anyway. Yeah, I did venture into the, to the, uh, to the convention floor twice. Uh, once on preview night, I met up with Kyle, who was already in there, to, so that we could find where the Dark Horse booth was, so that we'd know where to go to on Thursday. Uh, and then went back in Thursday for a second time, and that was that's two more times I think than I went <laughs> into the convention floor. Last, last year, year I only went in to get my press pass. Yeah, that, I went in. Well, last year I went in for the uh, press badge, and then I did go to uh, a panel on Thursday and a press room that was actually being held in the convention center, uh, but never didn't really go to anything else. But this year I didn't go to any, anything in the convention center uh, panel wise and did, but did go, did venture actually into uh, the convention floor with all the booths and stuff like that a couple times, uh, which I think, I don't think I did at all last year. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, I, I can avoid the crowds pretty much if I don't go in there because I'll kill someone. Well, it's it's always interesting. It's everybody goes to Comic Con for different reasons. There's so many different things happening and different types of stuff uh, going on. People are looking for you know like uh, the toy exclusive or to get an autograph signing. Uh, Here's why I go or, to or or various things. I go to drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your friend for, and for Froyo. Yeah. For, for, <laughs> Uh, but that uh, which leads me to well, my next. Well, we'll save that. Topic. Well, is no, is that going to be is that going to be swag. your best piece of swag as well yes. as your best memory? Yes. <laughs> so I talk about sweet things frozen yogurt a lot. Talked about it since they opened. We've been friendly with the owner and the general manager since it opened. Uh, and Kurt and I have kind of become celebrities. Now <laughs> I don't use that term lightly. You guys. Nancy and Jake at Sweet Things have hung a picture of me and Kurt in Sweet Things. There is a picture on the wall of us with them. No one else that comes into Sweet Things has a picture on the wall. Just me and Kurt. Yeah, I think I think the best thing was the 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 day we actually Kyle actually came with us. Yeah, we walked in and Kyle <laughs> and, thought I was full. Cool. And the, Kyle was like, yeah. "Hey, don't, you're not a celebrity." Yeah. I'm like, "Look up." Kyle thought it. We were. We had been like exaggerating, like that it was, yeah, you go there a lot and what have you. But, but when you walk, when you walked in and the owner actually came over and was yelling, Emery, when you yeah. came in, Kyle looked at me and was like, I thought you guys were making that up. Exactly. And then, so I, I walked, we went on, I guess it was Wednesday and Kurt had already gone in and he was like, where do you see what they hung up or where do you see what they did? So then we went back and then he's like, look up. There it is over the, the door to their kitchen dishwasher area is our picture. Now, Kurt had to go because Kurt had something to do. I guess he was having dinner with someone. I don't, something was happening before we went back for dinner. And then she's like, I have a gift for you. When I see you and Kurt again, I need to give that to you. My best piece of swag is the Sweet Things Frozen Yogurt sweatshirt pullover hoodie that Kurt and I both received because we're their number one fans and we're their favorites. No offense to anybody else, but we're their favorites. And 
uh, Kyle was one of the people to experience it for the first time to see the reaction I got. Garrett, Garrett from Sci-Fi was there one day when I was there cutting the line to get my smoothie sooner than everybody else. And he was blown away by the picture on the wall and the reaction I elicited. Uh, and then on the last day, Katie from Televixen, she's like, she was just standing there and I was talking to Jake and I'm like, oh, I have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I have to, this is my last time in. And Nancy got all upset. And then I got like hugs goodbye from everybody and all the kids that are in the family were just like, bye, you know, all excited. And Katie was like, I think that this right here was the highlight of my con <laughs> was seeing you be embraced by the sweet things family. So my best piece of swag is my hoodie that I will cherish forever. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was pretty good. I, I have not Comic-Con related, yeah. but life related. Well, as, as we sort of joked around of doing the TV times three panel at, yeah. at, uh, at sweet things, but I do have I did record the whole presentation and I yes. did post a small snippet of it which has the best reaction shot from Henry from the I whole mean, thing. I was floored. <laughs> I did not know what to expect. Uh so I will I will definitely I will post that uh I will put that video snippet in the show notes uh for everybody to enjoy. Now, my best memories are super sappy. It was so good to see everybody. I had great times with people. I got to see JT. I got to see the Sweet Things folks. I got to drink with all my friends. I got to dance with all my friends. I got to impress Roman Reedus with my alcoholic tendencies. I didn't fall in the pool. I only fell asleep at the diner once, no, maybe twice. It was a good year. I had beer for breakfast on Tuesday as a hair of a dog kind of situation. Um, and then I slept through Wednesday when I got home. So I feel like this year... I made some great memories, and I hope to recreate many of them, many of them in the future. And that's the clean part that I can include on the air. Uh, how about you, Ray? Best, best Which swag, part? best swag, uh, uh, and and best memory. Since we're combining those into <laughs> one question, <laughs> swag free. It, it wasn't. How are your... we talking about purchased? Well, I mean, either. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't your Coke bottle, <laughs> your personal <laughs> Coke bottle. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't my Coke bottle, though I did keep the sticker with my name on it from the Coke bottle. So did I. Um, <laughs> it was probably my Veronica Mars T-shirt that I bought from Jason Palmer, which you can get online. Um, I also got a print of that, which I love. However, I will say the one free thing that <laughs> I actually took to work <laughs> was my little box of circus animal Cookies from oh, the zoo, <laughs> which is my favorite of the things they were handing out on the street. They had like, you know, like the circus animal crackers, cookies, whatever, with zoo advertisement <laughs> on it. To promote so, zoo. <laughs> yeah. So that was like my favorite. Like I took that to work, which FYI, I'm enjoying the show and everybody I've told to watch it is enjoying it. So. <laughs> well, it is one of the best comedies this summer. Oh um, it's not a comedy at all. Ironically, I should have been in that press room because I would have had a lot of questions. Yeah, you probably would have. <laughs> um, I had an invite to it, so it's my choice not to have been in there. But still, <laughs> anyway, so that's probably, I think my two, I mean, I love the, t Amory got me a t-shirt from the Warner Brothers party. I did not go to the Warner Brothers party. Maybe I shouldn't say that on the podcast. You were allowed to get as many as you wanted. Yes, right you now. were allowed to get as many as you wanted. <laughs> right, I good. asked repeatedly. Because Alex okay. kept getting more and more. And she was like, no, it's fine. Just get more. I'm like, can I ask someone first? And the guy working was like, yeah, it's fine. So Amory got me an Arrow t-shirt, which I love. 
And then my hundred bag, which is my com- convention bag, I ended up with the hundred, which is what I wanted. So, oh, I got the hundred and Batman and Superman because I went in when Ray got her pass and took a second bag <laughs> because I didn't want just Batman and Superman, which I'm giving to someone. So, so there you go. And I don't. My best memories are yeah, just the hanging out with friends and seeing everybody. The thumping base and... at the dis- at the nightclub. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm still thumping. Yes, um, still... <laughs> I may be too old for that club, but I'm glad that we did it, so that I can say that I did it. Yeah, I guess those were my best. I mean, my I guess you didn't ask about worst. I had the worst jet lag coming home, and I have no idea why. But other than that, and the stupid cough that I now have. It was just hanging out with everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've been. I'm not convinced I need to go back next year. But... Um, I did have a great time taking 175 pictures of me, Kurt, and Ray at the dinner table <laughs> on our last night because we could not focus. <laughs> and we weren't drinking. Like We, we weren't, weren't drinking just, at all. It was a thousand degrees. <laughs> Yes. None of us the, would look. None of us in the old spaghetti factory sauna that we were sitting yeah. in. We were basically Luke. in the attic of my like, grandmother's house. It felt like we and were in the one section of the restaurant that, like, the air, AC like wasn't working. If you walked just outside of that section to where the bar was, it was like yeah. fifteen degrees cooler over exactly. there. Exactly. But none of us could look at this. Like, we couldn't. We couldn't look at the right spot. We took. Were we all looking the same direction? And there's one picture. And I made Kurt's contact picture on my phone where Ray did like a burst when she was taking our pictures. This is like one of the best memories I have because I left like seven times I was crying. But she got him in a moment where he was blinking <laughs> and he's blinking and grinning and he just looks creepy as all get out. And I cried. I was laughing so hard. So that was a good memory. It was. I also enjoyed the multiple versions of our pictures with fire. At the NBC party. Yes, those are fun. <laughs> I enjoyed Eric and Kurt's chest tattoos and their, their interest in displaying them all evening. I enjoyed Kurt's neck tattoo. It was a good time. And Jason? Yeah, well, for me, for me, the best piece of swag I came away with is the only piece of swag I came away with, which is my shirt from the Warner Brothers party, which has the Flash logo on the front. And they got a little paint on the back and... The guy offered to do another one or to put something else on the back. And so I got the I zombie, I love I love you for your brains on the back. And so which the little bit of red paint sort of just fits in with the paint splatter of the uh, sort of of the background of the shirt. And so I have the uh, I have the two sided uh, shirt from uh, the Warner Brothers party. Nice. And uh, that's that's my other than that, I, I got the Batman versus Superman bag, but pretty much the only other thing from around uh, that I came back with was I think I did bring back uh, whatever the 3d glasses thing that you hook to your phone to look at something from the expanse cafe. Oh yeah. I have one of them. Uh, from I, I think Stitchers, I, actually. I brought, I brought one of those back, but uh, so I guess I came back with three pieces of, of swag. Uh, but the best thing was the, uh, the double sided shirt. Uh, and then the, you know, the best uh, memories and stuff from, uh, uh, from Comic-Con is, uh, like I said earlier, you know, people go for, uh, you know, different reasons. I go for to cover some of the TV stuff, but basically to hang out with friends from around the country that every, that all end up at Comic-Con. And so, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's like summer camp. <laughs> you get to see, yes. you get to see people that you mainly 
keep up with online or or what have you, uh, where you you know you get to ha- you know hang out. So you know uh, stuff like uh, you know uh, breakfast uh, with uh, Kate Kolzik and her sister Kate from the Televerse podcast uh, on Wednesday. Uh, hang- I thought you were saying her sister's name was Kate, and I was like, no. wait. <laughs> and uh, her mother named them both Kate. Yeah, that would be the two Kates. Uh, and you know, uh, uh, dinner with uh, uh, Melissa Garamonte and her husband uh, Bill on uh, Tuesday night after they had spent uh, all day at the zoo, which gave me the the night to make zoo jokes <laughs> based huh. on the TV show. You know, all that, that type of stuff. Then you know, uh, meeting up with uh, all of you for pizza on Wednesday night, uh, and then uh, let's see what else. Uh, you know, and then you know the parties. But mainly for free dinner and for hanging out with people at at, at night, uh, and then just the other stuff that just comes up, like you know, uh, like thinking that the uh, the True TV Impractical Jokers breakfast was on Thursday, but it turned out it was on Friday, uh, as you had mentioned <laughs> in our midnight walk back from the the Hit Fix party on Wednesday night, uh, and so I ended up having a. Uh, Breakfast with Melissa from Nice Girls TV at the Expanse Cafe, where I got the uh, the 3D glasses thing. Since we both had thought that the the other thing was happening uh, on Thursday, and uh, you know, then you know, all the way through to the uh, end of the con dinner, even though it was <laughs> sweltering up there, it was it was the worst decision <laughs> we've ever made. It was it awful. Was, it was still fun, uh, but. It was definitely uh, definitely warmer than uh, past experiences. It was like being in the, a spaghetti factory. I don't know. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe a venue change is in order for uh, for next year. Uh, but you know, it was great to see Ray uh, back at Comic Con. You know, that was a highlight as well. Ray was she was thrilled to be there at Comic Con. And so yeah, it was just. Uh, <laughs> Look, well, she doesn't respond. <laughs> So yeah, most of the you know all the good all the good memories were the various things that happened uh, while we I were all not hanging responding. out. I apologize. I was <laughs> coughing, so my thing was on mute. <laughs> my final thoughts on Comic Con were it was great. I was drunk. I had a lot of froyo, and I told him this already, but I missed Matt from TV Fanatic. He'll be back next year. So that's my yeah. that's Comic Con to 2016. <laughs> Until we. Until we meet, eat, and drink again. Yes. Oh, I'm still going to be drinking. In San Diego. Amory, there was no question. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back in San Diego soon. Prime time! Unreal. Season 1, Episode 7, Savior. I just really, really, really like Rachel and Adam. I feel like I'm not supposed to root for them, but I am. Do you think so? That I'm not supposed to, or... Yeah, that you're not supposed to. I don't to. know. I don't know. They're both kind of <clears throat> monsters. Yeah, but I, I think that's why we're supposed to root for them, right? <laughs> we're supposed to yeah. think that they're something. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if root for them is the right word, but... <laughs> right, right. I didn't care about Mary. At times you do. At times you do want to... You kind of want to root. And then one of them does something that you just go, why would I be rooting for <laughs> these two people to get together although maybe on the level of they deserve each other yeah but they seem to understand each other which i like like they know they're both kind of insane and she knows that he's probably a better choice than 
the guy who's engaged. <laughs> um, I'm not sure she knows that. She just doesn't true. Have much joy. <laughs> true. Yes. I don't know. I just, I didn't care about Mary. I did like how they handled the fake suicide note so that the show was like off the hook, but that her sister was still totally on board with it. Like she knew it was fake and was just like, no, it had to be done. We need this guy away from my, my niece or whatever. So I like that aspect to it that, you know, she's despicable. <laughs> some of the things that she does, Rachel, but in this case, it was like, because she really wanted to help Lily Bell or whatever her name is. That was the, the thing of this episode is, is the whole episode you knew that she was going to die. I thought for sure she was going to like jump out of the helicopter on their date or something uh, as opposed to uh, uh, jumping off the roof. But ultimately it ended up being the same, uh, the same thing. Well, well, you know, there was an episode past where she died, right? <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Wait, that's, there's an episode past? No. I've, I've Where she dove the off the roof, and that was the final ep- part of the episode. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no, a no. Other there, there's an, yeah, there's another episode that's already aired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> aired this last week, right? It aired Monday. No, I thought I was caught up. So maybe what happened in the talking. next episode? They had a the fallout from her jumping off the roof, and then they were going to be sued. We don't want to say too much if you have oh, yeah, that's right. No, much. no, wait. Now I'm I'm combining all of those into like one long episode. I did watch those because okay. I watched them. Okay. I watched right. them back to back. So okay. they're, that's right. why I'm confusing. I've, I've confused myself. her dying, right? Yes. <laughs> yes now uh, I remember. I, yeah, I'm just conflating those two things into one giant. Uh, okay. One giant episode. Uh, I mean, I think he would have caught on at some point in what you were talking. Yeah, well, about. Well, I knew what you were talking about because the. Because the the suicide note and stuff like that takes place in the episode after, so I knew yeah, what you correct. were talking about, but okay. I was just putting them all together. Okay, just all right. making sure so we're back on. We're all on the same page. So we're back again. on. We, uh, back we on are track. actually all caught up on the three yeah. shows that we're talking about oh. this week. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. I just I think Quinn is also despicable, but I like her. <laughs> I do wish that Shia would have been arrested and put in jail forever. She's the worst. I don't think you could have her arrested, though, and not anybody else. Oh, I mean, sure. I wish that more than just one person knew about what. I guess they do. No, never mind. They all know now. She told What them. about the drugs? Yeah. Well, at least not, Rachel. Not all of them. She told. Well, Qu- Doesn't Quinn and uh, Rachel what's her know. face know? Quinn and yeah, Rachel. Quinn, and Rachel. Quinn, yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking. But it also went to show that Quinn does take care of her people. Like, as, as despicable as she is, and as much as she kind of puts Rachel through shit, like, she does take care of her people. Although, ultimately, to save sure. the show. Because, sure. Yeah. Because, sure. Because, uh, uh, that, you know, if it would have gotten out, there probably wouldn't have been a way to save the show. Very true. If you find out. I mean, I think she would have sacrificed was, her immediately. Yeah. If you find out that a producer was behind, you know, a, the suicide of. Uh, well, not directly behind, but. Well, pretty much. If you, take, well, she, basically, I mean, yeah. she basically took her off her medication. I think she's pretty. Yeah, she more so than anybody else is way more culpable for what happened. Yeah, she didn't just take her off her medication. She also gave her alcohol yeah. after yeah. being told repeatedly that the alcohol wasn't good. So, I just really like how the show gets dark and keeps going darker, and I'm intrigued by what season two. <laughs> I mean, there's probably what three more episodes. I don't know how many episodes it has. I think it's. I think it's just ten. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. 
So I, I like it. I can't wait to see where it goes. And I'm fully on board the Rachel and Adam ship. And her getting in bed with him was really actually really sweet in a twisted way. It was. In, an, in a very unreal way. Yes. Though I feel like it was very realistic. Because obviously they've been building to something between them for the whole season. And they have a really good chemistry, which I think is really smart. So well, I meant a, an unreal way as in the way the show does things. Oh, yes. Jason is a big fan of the play on words. <sighs> it was something I kind of mentioned a hundred times every time I saw him at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. Amory, the, the look from Amory going, yeah, that one didn't work. Yeah, every time. <laughs> We tried hard, but it didn't land. So it was good. It was fun. I'm interested to see how they kind of go. Like, how does he get out of having to marry someone? How does he... I don't know how that's going to work. Or is it going to be that they go through with it and it's all just fake? I mean, it is. You know, his feelings for all these people are basically fake. But I'm interested to see where they go with it. You know? You know what I mean? I don't know. I want I want season two to be they bring back one of the women as the and do a bachelorette version of. I feel like that's what they were leaning. The like that sounded like in interviews. That's what they might be leaning towards. But I haven't heard anything so like solid, which would be fun. It'll be interesting because it'll it kind of throws a wrench in there if you're rooting for those two. <laughs> yeah. How does that? Uh, you know what I mean? Where does he come in? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all fans of the show. All right, unreal. Melissa and Joey, which I guess I did but didn't realize that it's like over very soon. I think there's only three more episodes left of my cousin's show, you guys. But anyway, this episode, it is time after an episode like this. Well, this I mean, I didn't hate this episode, but. It wasn't the flash forward episode, though, right? That was two weeks ago? Yeah, that was the previous Uh, episode. Yeah, where they got frozen in ice or whatever. That Joe wouldn't realize she hated that kind of... How did he... I I can't even form a word. Because it was just (laughs) dumb plot contrivances. There's three more episodes. All I know is the episode made me want to have cake for breakfast. Cake for breakfast. Cake for breakfast. I did like that he gave her that survival hammer. (laughs) That was pretty great. That was a clever gift. As the the sort of the fake gift to, to... Try and throw her off the scent of the of the real gift. The hideous ring. That, that turned out that she she liked the, the hammer better. I mean, I'm I hate to say this, you know, blood is thicker than water, but the show is uh, it's it's, it's on its last legs. We haven't seen Ryder in seventy five years. I guess well, he I mean, was shooting Jurassic Park, probably. Probably. Um, yeah. Well, they basically wrote him out in the. I mean, the, they gave him a goodbye. In the episode. I mean, maybe he'll show up for the finale or whatever. I, but... I'd imagine he'll be in the finale. I don't know. I don't really have much to say about it except that it's time for it to end. And I've supported it from the beginning. And I can't wait to see how Joey's hair changes over the next three episodes. <laughs> and what we'll see from my cousin Joey Lawrence going forward because he promises a lot of things to his angels on Twitter. So I can't wait to see what's next. He does? He's always like something's coming my angels he calls all of his twitter followers his angels and i'm like oh. that's you're a weird dude <laughs> i don't have anything else to say about it baby daddy season four also episode 19 ring around the party it was a very ring centric week on abc yes, family now i'm like struggling to remember even what happened in this episode as long as she, loses the she ring. got a ring that well, she, she didn't like <laughs> she when got a tucker's ring that she like, didn't like look i found your ring 
that was one of my favorite moments because my, <laughs> anything related to Tucker is genius. My favorite moment is Tucker when he's talking to what's his face in the, the elevator because he can't find his apartment and the elevator <laughs> ding and he goes, my apartment's here. <laughs> I just love him. I like, I like that he decided that to find the ring in the drinks, he needed to drink all of them. All of them. <laughs> those, going, those two going around the party, go <laughs> drinking all the drinks was really good. <laughs> She's like, as long as she's like stirring everybody's drinks with her fingers, but he's like drinking all the drinks. My theory is this: as long as breaking up with Eddie Cibrian's character means we're one step closer to Ben and Riley, nope, Danny and Riley, <laughs> then fine. I actually liked him though. No, I did too. I think my real problem is that they're still having Ben. I mean, I love how everybody else is like. Totally ignores them because they know that that's not really what's happening. Yeah. But um, I can't, I don't like that Ben still is focused well, one of the on. episodes made clear to me the fact that, wait, who was it? Was it Riley that didn't know Danny had feelings for her or Danny that didn't know Riley had feelings for her and realized it? Because it was recent that one, because I kept saying, like, why aren't they, like, why isn't well, there more being happening between the two of them? But it comes, I, I didn't remember, or maybe it was Richness history that, like, he, someone didn't realize she had been interested in him for a or I guess he didn't realize Danny because of it. Danny heard her message or no, she heard Danny's message about loving her and she pretended like she didn't get the message, but she knew that's what happened. Right. But then recently Danny found out that I guess Ben broke <clears throat> up with her because he thought Riley was in love with him. It was something past that message. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, there was something like that where somebody came to another realization yeah, of something. Yeah, there's another realization. But it's not Danny. First realization. It's not Danny, though, because he has no clue what's going on. Like, he has that moment where he thinks that they, he says something about them, but it's not, like, he doesn't actually believe it about them. I don't know. I, all this is to say that I need something to happen there, because it's really pissing me off. It doesn't seem to be going there. I mean, what's his face broke up with her because he found out about Danny. So yeah. not Danny, Danny. No, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> who broke up with who? So that it, it, they've, they've the gone around, they've gone around so many times that, uh, it, it's all confusing as to who knows what and where and when and who should be with who. And, uh, Ben, um, what's his face from work? Who was that? You just said his name. Eddie Cibrian. Thank you. Broke up with her because he found out about. Yeah. Because he found out about Danny. Because he found he out that she, because Tucker, when he's drunk, says to him, oh, you don't have to worry about him. You don't worry about Danny. You worry about Danny. <laughs> oh, okay. And then he breaks up with her <laughs> at the end of the episode. I remember them and breaking up, but I couldn't, I guess, remember. Because you, you just said, I hope him breaking up with her leads to. <laughs> True. And I was agreeing with you. I just, um, uh, I, I was saying the name wrong. I meant Ben when Ben's being still so focused on the idea of her, even though yeah. clearly. You don't think Danny's relationship with the girl with no last name is going to, is going anywhere? <clears throat> no. He's been cycling through girls this season, so no. Yes. I think it's just supposed to show that he's dating to date, but he's not whatever. He's not dating because right. he loves any of them. I they're would both just, making I would... an effort to move on. I would watch a show about Tucker Tucker and Bonnie (laughs) in 
a heartbeat. <laughs> so would I. I mean, I don't want this show to end anytime soon, but I hope that What's His Face gets cast as lead in something after this because he is funny. Who, Taj Maori? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, me too. He just has that like sarcastic, dry humor that I love. Yeah, he has the best reactions to things and and gets some of the the really good lines on the show. God, when Bonnie fainted that two episodes ago, and he was like, "Your mom is on the floor." <laughs> I loved that moment. So yes, all this to say, we love them, and we're sick of the Danny and Riley not being together of it all. And but we're almost at the end of the season, right? That's usually where we get it. Yeah, there's usually mm-hmm. some kind of cliffhanger or something. August 5th is the end of the season. Maybe they're just worried that they'll get them together and then there'll be an episode about an ugly ring and a safety hammer. (laughs) Maybe. Um, I mean, I feel like there's a long way to go with once you get them sorted together because then there's still a lot of story there about the dynamics there. Oh, sure. Because it will change everything. And that baby's getting so freaking cute now that she's like saying hi and waving and I just love it. (laughs) Or or doing like the high fives and the the fist bumps and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. I applaud. Um, So that's Baby Daddy. That's prime time because that's all we've gotten updated on because... Because Comic-Con, we're still recovering. Comic-Con, I'm still recovering. My DVR is still at 98%, and I keep deleting stuff that I'm never going to get caught up on. <laughs> and it still doesn't help. I still don't get caught up. So, I mean, More. I'm catching up on all the banal. Oh, this is, I'm pissed. We're not going to talk about it, but I'm really mad about the character they killed off of Rizzoli and Isles. I just want to say that out loud. Because <laughs> it served no purpose. I, um, I don't even know. Yeah, that was that was sort of weird. Like, all of a sudden... Uh, like, because they needed to, I don't know, sort of, instead of just make it like an extraneous character, they decided they needed somebody that it, the audience knew or whatever. I don't know. It was dumb. Uh, considering that they just had to write, not that long ago, a death scene because of a yeah. real life death. Exactly. Uh, it was weird to to get rid of another, like, known face that's been on the show the whole, not, well, not a major character. It's been on the show since the beginning. Exactly. Um, but we're not here to talk about Rizzoli and Isle, so that was just my comment. Reality. Food Network star. I was watching it last night, and I realized that I'm totally, totally in love and rooting for Jay from Louisiana, and I want him to win so badly. And if anybody else wins... Which one is he? He's the guy who, like, fries things. He's not the sandwich guy with the long hair. He's not Arnold the drag queen. And he's not Dom, the guy from Staten Island. And he's not Eddie. So he's Jay. <laughs> <laughs> is he, he like the? Like a, I guess he's he like the sort of the bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've only basically I've only seen a little bit of it, but I saw one of it with his presentation where he had to do like a five minute uh, presentation where they uh, David Allen Greer was on there for some reason and yes. whatnot, and yeah, he just I like know why David Allen Greer was involved, but he was. <laughs> he although he had the best line with the, it was fun being here, even though I didn't get to taste anything exactly. exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that I I saw a little bit of like that episode and that 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 guy was really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I hope that he wins. Even though like I said I don't watch the shows that they are on, but I I fingers crossed that Jay wins. And then so you think you can dance? <sighs> I hate the stage versus screen aspect of it. I hate it. Um I actually miss Mary Murphy. Um, Jason Derulo is not a terrible co- like judge. He's not. He actually gives feedback that's dance related. It's not like, oh, that was cool dancing. He actually like 
you needed breath in between these moments and you didn't have like your movements didn't come to a full like ending before you move to the next one. Like he's giving good feedback. I just don't love him as a judge. Um, Paula Abdul is just, I don't know how she functions on a daily basis. And I just, I don't know. I think the show should end. I think it should have ended on a season where it wasn't a stupid concept like stage versus street, but that's okay. I think it's time to go. So you think you can dance? I don't have a favorite yet. Maybe Yaya, not Travis. My favorite is not Travis, guys, because I think he's overrated and a pain in the ass. So that's reality. And, oh, I, I guess Hollywood Game Night is technically reality. And I wanted to add, I think it's weird in this second season that the end where they get, like, two minutes to win, like, celebrity name game or whatever, now they have two celebrities help them. So, like, two people are giving clues, which I think is really strange. Because why would... I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was strange. Uh, so that's reality. Hasn't helped in the ones I've seen. <laughs> oh, it helped in the one I saw. Oh. That I watched, uh, I recorded. Back to life, back to reality. If you're in the San Diego area, go to Sweet Things Frozen Yogurt. Say, <laughs> Emery and Kurt sent you. I'm not sure where that was going. <laughs> There's so many ways it could have gone. But yeah, gang. So do your thing. Recommendations? I don't have one. My recommendation is for you to get caught up on all the TV you missed while you were a So you don't have to keep deleting things to keep your DVR free? Yeah. yeah. My my recommendation is, I've, I've mentioned it before, uh, the TV Showtime app, but they just recently put out a big upgrade, you know, a new version uh, that they overhauled the uh, the interface, so it's, it's a lot nicer uh, looking. Uh, but they also added some... Uh, some features where you know you can now actually build a little profile with a little bit of information about about you, so that you can see who other people are to see if you want to uh, become friends within the app. And they also added the ability that you can actually direct message people within the app now, and other types of a little bit of uh, able to uh, communicate with other people on the app besides you know leaving uh, recommendations on an individual show. Uh, but the thing I like most about it uh, still is the uh, as you add a show to it that you're watching is it keeps track of on a on the list as you watch an episode you click that you've watched it and so you you always have a a visual representation of where you're uh, like presently I'm three episodes behind on the last ship and uh, but not any episodes behind on Unreal yeah. your TV now app didn't help you with yeah. that. It, if I had been looking at it, it would told me it would have told me that I was caught up, uh, and that uh, which I thought I was caught up, but it, like I still didn't remember that it was it was just one really long episode because I watched both of them yes. back to back. But I like that uh, it keeps track. It, it helps you keep track of, of of various shows, so things that you're watching, uh, you know, not necessarily on the DVR that you you know you can see what the backlog is or whatever. Things mm-hmm. that you're watching on demand or you're watching on Netflix or or whatever, uh, you can. I'm seven seasons behind on the X Files. <laughs> you can see uh, where you're, you know, where you're at and what's the next uh, uh, thing. You can leave, you know, reviews for those episodes and and things like that. But uh, uh, the to watch section is the is the main reason I I recommend it. I'm recommending it. I find it really useful to uh, uh, to keep tabs on what I'm watching. It pops up as you know as each day when there's new things airing that day, new stuff pops into 
uh, that section of the app telling you that there's going to be new episodes of those. And uh, and it's available on both uh, iOS and Android. So, it's, so there you have it. That is, that is mine. And, and how about you, Ray? I said earlier that everybody should check out Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is a podcast. I mean, they're not doing any new ones, but they have all the old ones and they have a lot of them. So there's quite a few to listen to. And just I'll looked at something it reminded me that i'll just say that i can't stand justin bieber but he was actually pretty good on lipstick battle so if you can get caught up on that episode it was a pretty good episode excellent i feel like there was something i was gonna say was it about drinking or sweet Um, things probably what was this you can find links to the news stories we talked about and videos and other links we mentioned in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 282 like videos of sweet things presentations and whatnot yes my face. It was a genuine reaction, you guys. My jaw hit the floor. Um, next week, Jason will be joined by Mike Moody of the TVI podcast and Kyle Nolan. Kyle of NoReruns.net. Why? <laughs> He's Kyle. Jason was a guest on episode 11 of the TVI podcast to talk about Sci-Fi's Dark Matter and Killjoys, which should be out, which came out today. So by the time you're listening to this, you should see that. Uh, and there'll be a link in the show notes. The opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. All right. Uh, so I talk a lot about how my mother is a big fan of uh, the butt dial or never locking her phone and always calling me. She left me a four-minute message of her talking to someone else at the baseball game today. Huh. Outstanding. Yeah. I texted her back. I'm podcasting. She's like, oh, did I leave you a message? I'm like, yeah, it was four minutes long. Anyway, I got to go let my dog out because she's pacing. And right. I have to go stand up for the air conditioner. Now. Don't die, Ray. Don't, yes, don't die, Ray. We have to go back to the nightclub before you die. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like death warmed over, so I'm going to go... <laughs> Lay in my bed. <laughs> good luck with that. Have a good night, everybody. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay. I'm repeat it all. No, <laughs> okay, Amory, say something. Hello. 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 And Ray. Something. All right. I have my lovely cold voice, so. The, your, uh, my sexy cold voice. Yes, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Phoebe Buffet. Are you going to sing Smelly Cat? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> not even jokingly. <laughs> How to It'll move your Apple Photos library to another location. But if I move my Apple Photos to another location, <laughs> isn't there a chance I lose them? No, not if you're copying them to another location. You're copying them to that backup drive. This really is going to be the tech podcast. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I'm focusing about. So, anyway. Lost my earbuds for a second there. Is that like right. you had your earbuds? I lost my beer buds. I did. I lost my beer buds. <laughs> I don't know what those are, but. Well, that just leaves you drinking alone is what it yeah. does. <sighs> True. Anyway. I lost my beer buds a lot at Comic-Con. <laughs> They me. Hey, hey. I'm just teasing did, you. Did the best we could. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I wasn't drinking beer anyway, so. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go on. Let's start. Okay, let's start. Oh, I start. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, it's going to be one of those. Okay, here we go.
Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 282.